All right, Bartender Journey, episode number eight. Guess where I'm going tomorrow, Vano? Bastard. Vegas. That's bar, cool, man. And the nightclub and bar show that John Taffer runs starts tomorrow, dude. Gotcha. Actually, it's uh, we'll be releasing this on Tuesday, as we always do, so I'll be on my way to Vegas when this when this hits. He's in the Sinatra suite, Hoax. Yeah, man. Oh, I got a nice room Shit. in the, uh, yeah, I got a nice suite in the He's MGM. He's in the Sinatra room. MGM Grand. M- so MGM Signature, rather. That is sick, man. It's, yeah, it's Good for you, great. man. Well deserved. Thank you, brother. So I'll be bringing my portable audio recorder and hopefully doing some interviews out there and on-site reports that we'll put into future podcasts. And make sure you follow me at Barkeep Tips on Twitter, and I'll try to keep you guys updated on what's going on out there. I mentioned in the past I'm taking a class, How to Make More Money Behind the Bar is oh, one. Man, that's cool. high, speed, um, I think they call it high-volume high bartending or speed you know, speed bartending. Those two classes are going to be awesome. I can't wait for those. Break it down. Like when are you, How long are you there for? Tuesday through Friday. Wow. Yeah, man. You're going to get fucking polluted, man. <laughs> I know. That's what happens at these shows from what I hear. Because oh, like, everywhere you go, you know, they're liquor reps. They want you to try their product. It's a trade show full of beautiful girls hand- handing you drinks oh <laughs> for God, free man. the whole time. <laughs> Holy shit. That is great, man. It's going to be awesome, dude. And uh, where is it now? Is it all in the same hotel? Oh, so check this out. It's at the Las Vegas Convention Center. That's where the trade show is during the day, you know, in the classes and the reps and everything. But they have happy hour parties, like three or four happy hour parties every night from like six. You know, the show ends, I guess, at five or six. From six to nine, you can you can go to one of three different venues for happy hour. In fact, I think it's the first night. There's a bar rescue happy hour. Really? And then every night at a big nightclub, like the biggest nightclubs in Las Vegas, there's a party. Shit. So it's all and all that's included in you know in the in the fee. Can you imagine the pressure of the bartenders that got to work that event? I know. Holy shit, dude! There's a there's a show. I told you, um, New York New York cocktail week or something like that and it's um they were asking for bartenders to work so like you're saying the, the imagine the pressure of the bartenders Fuck. at the at the at the uh vegas thing you could go online and volunteer to be a bartender ah. so you could either say you do it for nothing or just tips i guess or say you want to get paid so uh and it's it's like friday saturday sunday monday tuesday so I'm not. I don't work Monday and Tuesday. So I volunteered to work Monday and Tuesday at this thing, man. It's gonna be awesome. Holy shit! It would be cool, right? Yeah, no, I, definitely. So and it's different venues all through Manhattan, and there's not a. I mean, that's high level. I mean, you're yeah. more than qualified. That's high level shit. Yeah, it would be so much fun. You know, how many people are you gonna be there? I, I don't know. It's it's different than the trade show that I'm going to in Vegas, where there's you know a central location where everybody exhibits. This is just at different venues all over Manhattan. Wow. And there's one, like, big event at the New York Public Library the first night on the Friday night, I guess it is. Then after that, it's just, like, all over the city. So it should be really interesting. Here I looked it up. It's called the Manhattan Cocktail Classic, and that's their website, ManhattanCocktailClassic.com, if you want to check it out. That's cool. I want to hear Vegas, man. I'm just – that's going to be great, man. I wish I was going, dude. Uh, It's going to be incredible, man. Vegas uh, is a shit, too. You just, like – yeah, it's the place to go. You don't even go. sleep. I know. I've I know. like I'm in Vegas a few times, and every time I go there, it's like three days, you like three hours sleep. If I know, that. like three in the morning, you're like, oh, we could we could keep going another hour or two. <laughs> so you're like, and then eventually, you're like, we should really sleep sometime because we got to get up tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, like I said, it's nonstop from nine in the morning, and then the nightclub parties start at ten o'clock, so that'll go all night. I mean, it's gonna be crazy. You, well, you know, I've always like we talk about it. Like, you know, I just try to up my drinks and see what's relevant. Like new pop yeah. of drinks. Yeah. And I remember learning a drink. I never did it behind a bar, but it was a, out of Vegas. 
and it was called Pimp Your Drink. <laughs> and it was like like Red Bull and Jaeger and something else, but no, that's Vegas. I, that's that's like the stamp, man. Yeah, it is hospitality wise. I mean, you, you got to talk about new drinks. I mean, there's there's all these brand new products that probably nobody ever heard of yeah. that they're there to promote. You know, so they're. They're gonna to want to talk to us, I would assume. You know, yeah. hey, you know that's why they're there to pr- promote their stuff. Absolutely. So we're here to help. <laughs> Dude, bring it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Good luck with that, man. There's gonna be a lot going on. Do recordings out there? I definitely yeah, will. yeah, I will. You know, and, 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 and see, uh, that'd be great. And that'll be a whole podcast. We'll just yeah, you know sure. we'll, we'll play back the stuff that I did and talk about it a little. I mean, that could probably be several podcasts. Sure. I would think. Absolutely. Imagine you get John Taffer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sure, three minutes of your time. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. What else we got to talk about today? Oh, man. Stories from uh, stories from behind the bar. You were going to tell me about uh, the opera singer or something. What happened to that? Oh, um, oh man. Yeah, so many stories, folks. Holy cow. It's <laughs> like, you know, there was an opera singer one time from Italy that came. It was an Italian wedding, and uh, this bride got this, you know, opera singer, and he, he was a cool guy. And I'm Italian, so the guy was really cool with me, and he... Uh, very, very uh, just jolly guy, you know, but he was drinking wine. And he was, um, they they carted him in, and he just was drinking all this wine. And he was like, every time he came to the bar, he was just throwing me money, like, you know, like uh. 20s. And he was like, hey, you know, Vano, 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 Pailan. And he's like, I'm going to sing. And I was like, oh, that's, and I've never seen an opera singer sing, you know. I've uh-huh. seen Pomerati on TV, yeah, but I've never seen a live singer. Uh-huh. And you know, I could tell just by his uh, the boom in his voice that this guy was going to you know kill yeah. it. He kept drinking wine, and he wanted. He asked me if he could have wine to the table, you know. And right. I'm, I'm giving him wine. I'm thinking it's for his whole table. I, I, yeah. I give him the wine. He's drinking the whole wine to himself. Make a long story short, he just fucking passes out. Oh, before he before, before he performed, but he, and he was a big guy. I would say <laughs> I would say easy three forty. He oh. just was on the floor like a baby. Yeah. And the bride was like, I wouldn't say she's spoiled, but she's like some spoiled chick, you know. Yeah. She was fucking crying, man. But uh, it was, it was, it was just funny just to see this guy out like a fucking. I mean, it, it just, you know, it's, I guess you had to be there. It's more funny, but one story that we talked about that you you wanted me to talk about with the, the ice, ice? Yeah, yeah. With the ice, yeah. Um, there was a girl that came to the bar one time, and. Uh, she was, she, you know, very, very good-looking girl, and she's going back and forth. And you know, you're just talking, but she, uh, she knocked the glass off my bar, and it fell into my sink with the ice, and the fucking it shattered. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you're done when that yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're uh, done. Your ice is contaminated. You got to remove it. And you pour, so, you pour grenadine in it, so yeah. everybody knows not to use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah. So. Um, She's like, and I'm working with another bartender. So this sets me back easy 15 yeah. minutes. Oh, yeah. She goes, what's the problem? I go, I go <laughs> what's, what's the, the problem? problem? I'm, I'm done. You don't want broken ice in your drink, believe so, me. So uh, she's like, you know what? A broken she, glass, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're done. I mean, you kill someone like that. Yeah. So she's like, uh, I'll make it up to you. And at this point, I'm like, listen, just get the fuck away from me, man. You make it up to me. I'm done. She's like, really? I'll make it up to you. I'm, so I'm like, yeah, you're going to make it up to me? I'll pull your car. What's up? So she, she, she flashes me. She fucking flashes me. Oh, and it's geez. funny. Like my ADD kicked in. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I don't care about the eyes. But it gets better. Her, She had a husband there. Uh-oh. And this guy looked like a fucking lunatic. Uh-huh. So he... It, 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 worst timing. 
he rolls up as she's putting her thing down. <laughs> and she and my face reflected the shock <laughs> and joy of, of seeing this. So he's looking at me and I'm and I'm just looking at him and he's not saying a word to me. He's just mad dogging me. Uh, and now I know I'm, I'm I'm in a pickle right now. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything. She came up to me. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so she goes away. I but this guy had like the uh, I called the trench coat mafia coat on. Okay. Like he had just like, but he had his coat on when everybody had their coat off. This, is the, this dude was he was scary, man. Yeah. So he's just staring at me and he doesn't say anything. He walks away. So what I have to do when that happens with the ice is I have to get hot water. Take hot water, melt the ice. I got to basically throw out all the fruit that was near the, the ice. Yeah. Any open wine shot, yeah. juices shot. So I'm, so you have to take everything out, dump it out. Get well, new. when you're really busy, don't you don't you get a um, container of ice and put it on top of your contaminated well, I ice? I mean, it's you got to you got to roll. I mean, wh- how am I going to help? You know what I mean? But you have to clear it out. So basically, the guy I was working with was holding it down. So I was going back and forth, getting hot water, melting the ice. Mm. So basically, it, this is so the moral of the story: when you glass falls into your ice, you got to take, got to melt the ice. You got to get to clean the glass out, get new juice, whatever. In a situation that you're talking about, where you got to keep gunning and running, yeah. get like a bin, fill with ice. Get new juices, which you should always have backup, which we talked about in previous podcasts. So if that ever happens, you're anticipating. But anyway, this girl comes back, right? So kind of with her husband, he seemed like he, you know, his anger wasn't reflected towards me. She comes up and she has a 20 in her hand. Mm. Okay. I'm like, you know what? All right, that's cool. She feels bad for what she did. Uh I'm going to get a 20. She takes the 20 and she rips it. What? And she hands me the other 20 and she says, you know what? If you keep up doing what you're doing, I'll give you the other 20. <laughs> I looked at her after what she caused me, yeah. almost getting an ass whooping with a guy, yeah. destroying my eyes. Uh-huh. I gave it back to her and I just told her, please. I, I mean, I was pleading, please, just stay away from me. This girl would, this girl was going to get me killed. Trouble. Her yeah, name so, was I mean, trouble. But this is something that, you know, with, with bartending, it's just like, you, and you experience stuff like this. It's like, yeah. you can't write this shit. You got to be ready for anything, though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what do you do? It, you know, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's just, it's crazy, man. Yeah, man. The other day at work, there was somebody he obviously had had enough. So I, I had to cut him off. So now... um What's the thing to do when you cut somebody off and you're working with, let's say, three other bartenders? You what do you got? No, you got to let everybody know. So you tell them, you know, that guy's done. You point it out to everybody because you can't, you can't, and you can't let them change your mind. We talked about this one other time. They're gonna beg and plead to get more drinks, and you just gotta stick to your guns and say no, no more, and make sure everybody's with you on that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's huge. And someone doesn't, you know, back you up, you lose all credibility. Yeah, you know, I hate when that happens. I know. You know, you know, one guy wants to be the hero, or you, you get greedy. You think you're gonna get a tip, and yeah. you know, don't, this guy shouldn't be drinking. Right. And um, you, you know, you see some, you know, you get someone drunk, it's it's a bad thing. I mean, yeah. you 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 definitely lose your job. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you just got to get management involved if they're if they're really giving you a hard time and they're not complying. You know, it goes to the next level. You get management involved and uh, make it their problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 uh, it's crazy stuff. That's why they're there. We talk, you know, it's funny. We're talking about stories. I did an event one time where the majority of the uh, people at the wedding were, were from a local strip club, <laughs> and and they, they they were great tippers. I know oh, it's yeah. no pun intended, but they really really were very generous with tipping, and it, 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 they were great to party with. Not that I party, but I you know I was the uh, head chemist. Right. But um, what what I, the takeaway from this event was. The groom danced with the bride's mother to yeah. Eric Clapton's song, You're Wonderful Tonight. <laughs> Think about that for a second. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here, folks? 
I think you, maybe you're think reading you, a little something. Wait, no, in no, there, no, 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 you don't understand. But like, <laughs> think, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just maybe I was punch drunk from doing a double. But I just was like, what? I wasn't the only one. People were coming up to me like, is this me? And I'm like, no, nah, bro. I'm thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, what? yeah. And you know, the mom was a looker. I mean, she was a good looking lady, and Uh-oh. it's just funny. But I just did dancing. Like, what's going on here? This guy is. A, he's a, this guy's a player, man. <laughs> So the mom was a looker, huh? Yep. You think she was one of the strippers? Wow. Okay, moving on. So we were talking about that one chain restaurant. I won't mention the name. I, we we went that one time, and then I went another time for dinner, and I filled out their survey. Like, they, like, beg you to fill out their customer survey. They really want to know, you know, what happened. And it was it was a disaster. Everything went wrong. Everything, I think I mentioned before, the, the, I ordered the vodka tonic. There was no lime yep, in it. Yep. So I filled out the thing. So now uh, they were happy that I filled it out they, and disappointed that I wasn't happy with my meal. So they sent me gift certificates for, you know, $30 towards a future meal. So against my better judgment, you know, I got $30 to spend at this place. And, like, I go back again. And it was it was better, but I was I was really interested to see if the things that I had talked about in my survey had been addressed, right? I ordered the same drink. I was interested to see if my comment had been, uh, you know, if they if they had taken my comment into consideration. So I ordered the same drink, vodka and tonic. No lime. Uh, what else? I told them the previous time the bathrooms were dirty. I came back, the same thing. The bathrooms are still dirty, you know? So uh, overall, the experience was a little better, but I came up with this slogan, fuck you if it's not perfect, you know? Yeah. And so I write them back again now with the survey again, right? And I get this form letter back uh, saying exactly what I just said. I, I filled out the survey in the past. I was interested to see if the things had uh, improved. And uh, at least two of the things that I mentioned on the previous survey were not addressed at all. So I get this form letter back. Uh, sorry, you were disappointed. No, no new coupons. I don't know if they're thinking I'm just trying to get more money out of them or what. But, you know, I guess they realized they already sent me coupons and they didn't send new ones. But all I got was this one form letter. And at, at the, um, you know, it was an online online form, you know, and I was typing and I actually ran out of characters, like it wouldn't let me type anymore. So I write at the end, and the fact that your survey does not allow for unlimited characters makes me feel like you really don't care. If you're interested in hearing everything I have to say, please send me an email and I'll send you the rest of my comments. So I, I just get that form letter back. Thank you for your comments. Sorry you were not happy with your meal. We hope you'll try to give us another chance. And that was it. Like, I'll, I'll never go back there. You know what it is, man? I, and I noticed this, especially, you know, working at the same place for a long time. People just don't care, man. No, they They're looking don't. for shortcuts. Yeah. And it's just like, it doesn't work that way. And, well, you, and you want credibility. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we talk about bartending. We, like, you know, think about that. No lime. I mean, that's a, that's a mistake, but it's not corrected. You go out, you yeah. pour heavy, or you don't respond when I tip. Like, it's just like... There's, I don't know, man. It's just in- and those chain restaurants are a little different. Like I, I'll cut a local restaurant a little more slack than these chain restaurants because they're all about training, and they want to have a consistent product throughout. So if they're so interested in my comments, you know, they they put at the bottom of the thing that we give away a thousand dollars every day nationally to people who have filled out our survey. You know, I mean, they really want to know. Or at another place, they'll send you coupons for a for a free appetizer or something. So they're really interested in knowing, but it seems like they're not always interested. <laughs> I, I went to, I, actually, I went to an, a different chain restaurant. I have to eat gluten-free, so I had a gluten-free pizza, and it was awful, man. It was so bad. I couldn't even get it down. First of all, it came out ice cold, and then I told them. They heated it up. It came back. I still couldn't eat it. It was like, it was disgusting. It was like cardboard. It was terrible. So I, f- I fill out this survey, and somebody from the main office actually sends me an email. I'd like to talk to you in person about your experience, blah, blah, blah. And um, she actually did call me up 
and we spoke and she was she was interested in what I had to say. So uh, that ma- that made me feel better, you know, like they you know, they actually want to know. They they ask for your comments. Let's talk about it. You know? Instead of the fact that she wanted to talk to you, I mean, you know, I don't want to give you a coupon. I want to let's resolve this. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm and like she actually did send coupons too. She did? Wow. Yeah. I, uh, you know, you just when you're talking, I, it made me think of something. I, I have a uh, koi, Japanese koi fish, uh-huh. and I remember one time I went to a, a, a chain pet store. I don't want to say the name, and because I was trying to get a cheaper price, and I go to the, the the pet shop that's been in business for like 25 years. So I tell the guy at the pet shop who's been in business 20 years, he's telling me what to do. And I was like, well, you know, the other guy, you know, the other place down the road, and he stopped me. He's like, you're going to take advice from a kid that's been working six months at a pet shop? And I've been 25, you know? And I was just like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. He just broke it down for that little more money. You know what I mean? It's just, there's something to be said about that, you know? It's about, you got to have an eye for talent, you know? Whether you're going out to eat, you know? And the bottom line is, dude, you can't bullshit people. Yeah. People know when you're bullshitting. Yeah, that's right. You got to come and you got to represent. And, you know, if you, you make a mistake, you make a mistake. Yeah, it's a fine line. We always talk about confidence and you got to have that confidence. Not cocky. But, right, okay. There like you go. It's, it's like, you know, what we talk about where bartenders come in and they're, they're cocky. Right. You know what I mean? And I, and I hate to say it, but I, a lot of them right out of bartending school are cocky. Not all of them, but a, a nice chunk of choke. And it's like because they're so cocky versus if you're confident and you yeah. know what? You're going out on your fucking shield, dude. Mm-hmm. You're in a situation, but you know something, you're going to be better after this is all said and done. Right. And that situation that you can hold on to like a diamond at a, as a reference point for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a tough, when you're thinking of something that's currently tough, like what about that time I did that where, you know, no one told me I could do it or I was so overwhelmed, but I, I still did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That gets you through the tough times, man. Yeah. So Talk about being cocky or... It- did you see the uh, bar rescue with the husband and wife? The hu- you didn't see that one? No, it, no. Was, it was just recently. The husband and wife, and the uh, the husband was a bartender, but he wasn't really a bar. You know, he he was behind the bar. He wasn't a bartender. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was terrible. But he was he had like an attitude. You know, when people ordered like a foo foo drink, he would give him attitude. He'd give him shit. And uh, he was like, no, we you know we just drink we just drink whiskey here. So and he's constantly turning people off, and they were leaving all the time. You know, and he wasn't. He had this attitude that just destroy the place and almost destroy their marriage in the end you know because she she was experienced in the hospitality industry and he uh he wasn't he was just driving the place into the ground so it was, it was a good show vince would you agree with this statement and this is a bold statement would you like we talk about people winging it yeah. the service industry there's a lot of inconsistency yeah, yeah. i mean big time and you know especially like we talk about, like whether it's the, you know, well, we focus on the bartenders, but I mean, it's a lot. And when you go oh. out and you, and when you know what you, when you know what to look for, yeah, it's 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 disturbing. That's it. Yeah, you know, people people don't like going out to dinner with me necessarily because I always <laughs> I notice every little well, thing. You've been wrong. in, the, you, you know, I mean, you, you, know. Fo- you, you you're a humble cat. Folks need to realize you've been in this game a long time. Yeah, yeah. I've been working aspects, in restaurants since I was 14 years old. You know, <laughs> in, in and out, everything from the kitchen. So I mean, all I know is the is the bar. I mean, I've been in in the restaurant business, and I I, I know, but I never really experienced. But I mean, you've been you did a lot, man. So yeah, yeah. But I I've just what I've seen is you know with bartenders, and I beat this like a dead fucking horse. But people just don't acknowledge when you tip that that. Yeah. I mean, I just. Yeah, it's, it's such more. An easy I went thing out to again. Do. I mean, it's the same fucking thing. It's, yeah, it's such an easy thing to do, and it's so critical. People and, don't and get in it. me, I'm still gonna tip you. Yeah, I'm not gonna not. Tip it's you. like go. I think I said this before, but like when somebody's leaving, go out of your way to say goodbye. Don't let them leave without saying goodbye. You know, that's that's huge too. Really important stuff. Yeah. So we're trying to uh, step up people's games. Whether you're starting out or you're uh, you're already on the job, 
it'd be uh, great to hear from you and uh, let you know, let us know what you think. If you got some tips for us, maybe you can help us out. Oh, and w- one thing, Vince, I want to give a um, a shout out. The last podcast we did, we did the we were answering the questions, and I, I left the I forgot the guy's name. His name was Joe, so I just you know I wasn't being disrespectful. His name is Joe, and I, I'm sure he's going to kill it. And uh, best of luck, my friend. Oh, that's the guy who was asking you, what did you mean by expect to be fired, right? Yeah, and then he's going to bartending school versus not going to bartending school, so. Well, cool. How long did it take you to be comfortable behind the bar when you, you know, when you first got behind the bar, how long was it before you you felt like you were really on your game? Like ready to rock it? Um, I would say um, seven months. Uh I was at the nightclub, that was my first guy, I was at the nightclub for a year and a half and for the first six months, I was terrible. They, not that I'm being hard on myself. I just wasn't seasoned, you know? So yeah. they, they kept me upstairs. It was a multi-level nightclub. So oh, okay. I worked upstairs, and I wanted to go on the main floor because that's yeah. where the girls would dance. And yeah. It was crazy. They wouldn't put me on. I was there I, six months. I had uh-huh. to work the bars upstairs. and, uh, and oh, That's and, paying your dues. And I did. I took my lumps. I was nervous as shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean very, it was very, uh, it was, I would say for the first six months, I was scared shitless. <laughs> because it was it was so many people at once and it was it was for me it was a lot the process uh-huh. but I I did it and after six months he finally said I earned my wings it was, right. like, it was like very monumental <laughs> he threw me on the floor there you go and I'm you know working working a nightclub you know anybody that's been to a nightclub you, yeah. you look at the bartender that's pretty cool yeah oh you know, it's the best place to be and I'll tell you what they, I, I never forget this there is nothing like cutting a fucking line. I like remember <laughs> meaning that this club that I it was in Connecticut, uh-huh. and it was right on the border between Jersey and New York, and it used to get fucking popping. And one time they called me in because someone, and I was so hungry to work that I didn't oh. care. I was like, I don't want to go out. I want to bartend. Right. I'd rather get paid. I don't want to go hang out with my friends and go to a bar. And I want to yeah. just make drinks. So they called me up because someone didn't show up. Oh, okay. So. There's a line, and uh-huh. you just see me just walking. <laughs> Walk I'm walking front. so slow because I'm cherishing <laughs> this. I'm walking so slow, and I see the bouncers, and it's like, hey, what's up? Like, what's up, man? I just cut the fucking line, and people are staring at me like, like, who is this dude? And, I would, yeah, I was sorry. Go ahead. And no, so to answer your question, it was, it was six months of, uh, we talked about rounds. Bartending, I I think is like rounds when you work events. It's like you put, you, you like you, boxing or, well, yeah, I mean, you're in the ring, man. You're going back and forth. It's, it's an exchange uh-huh. and people are impatient and you got to be quick off the fly and, and owners are looking to make money. So, I mean, and when you have owners staring at you when you're, that's very intimidating. I mean, but you learn to do it. I mean, you, you, you get through it, but I did it. Uh-huh. So six months and I was on in a year at a nightclub on a main floor. So yeah. it was then outstanding. Then you were then you were a ninja. It, it, and honestly, <laughs> man, I, I know it sounds corny, man, but for me, it was like being like we talk, like I like I said, like it was like being famous yeah. on some level because people knew me from this place, and you know it was crazy. Well, it takes it takes time, and if you move from one place to another too, it'll take you a, you know, a little time to get comfortable to so where you know really where everything is and where you know how the place operates and everything, and you're working with new people and, and a little bit of a learning curve there too when you go from one place to another. But the great thing about bartending is you once you know how to bartend, you can go anywhere and do it. You know, I don't think I ever told you this story, Vano. I was working, I was a restaurant manager. Okay, um, I was front of house manager, right? I, it was at a hotel. And I worked there for six months, and then so I had one week vacation, right? So I went to visit my buddy, who was uh, he was stationed in the army in Hawaii, but he lived off base. He had his own apartment, so I, I went and stayed with him for a week, right? 
So then I'm working at the hotel another six months. So after a year, you get two weeks vacation. So then I go back to Hawaii, visit my buddy, stay in his place. I'm supposed to be there two weeks. It's like the day before I'm supposed to come get on the airplane and go back. I call the place up. I'm like, sorry, I'm staying in Hawaii. <laughs> I stayed there for five months, dude, that bartending. Is, that Bart- is you could go cool. anywhere. You could go anywhere and be a bartender. No, 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 dude. I, I never, you went to Hawaii, man. I, I lived in Hawaii for five months, dude. Holy bartending. shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like bucket list shit right there. As far yeah. as like, the, oh my goodness, man. Holy shit. Yeah. What's so, the, I mean, what's the, like popular over there? Like as far as drinks that you. Well, you know, any anytime you go to a tropical place, you're gonna be making a lot of fruity fruity drinks, right you know. There. But it's cool. Uh, you know, the place I worked was um, in a hotel. It was like a beach uh, golf resort kind of place. So uh, sometimes it was events. Sometimes it was just uh, members that were playing golf. Sometimes it was hotel guests. So it was it wasn't super high volume like you know like yeah. we do now. But um, so you had time to spend more time. You know, you'd have to make the blended drinks. You'd have to make the mai tais. You'd have to make all that stuff. That's but so was, fucking cool, man. Yeah, it was Hawaii, cool. Hawaii, man, that's the shit, dude. It is. It's Holy the best shit. place. It's my favorite place in the world, man. It's it's incredible. You talk. You know, it's funny. You just talked about that. Once you bartend, you can go anywhere and work. Yeah. I never forget it. It's when I after doing my six months tour of duty upstairs, yeah. and then being going to the main floor, the guy's name was Tony. Uh-huh. And he used to smoke cigars. But he was a young guy, but he, he just was into smoking cigars. And he just looked at me and he goes, you know what? He's like, you can go anywhere now yeah. and bartend. And just, but the way he said it is like, you know, yep. think about that. Yeah, and, you know, and it was weird. Like they, there was respect yeah. that from when I began, mm-hmm. where they were like, who is this kid? Like, yep. He didn't know shit. And I put my time in and, I, and it was the first time really that... I felt very good, man. Like I got that respect and hearing that, like I can go anywhere and yeah. bartend. And once you become a bartender too, there's a place for you. Whether you know, whether you're a young girl or you're an older retired guy who retired from the uh, you know whatever NYPD or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's going to be a bar where you can work, and there'll be a place for you. You know, at any age, and you won't fit into every establishment, but there, there's a place for you out there somewhere. I know. I talked about this last uh, podcast. I go on Twitter and I type bartender. I can't believe how many people are, yeah. they want to learn bartending. Yeah, yeah. You, t- you, you type I, in ha- learn how to bartend, and it's like there's hundreds of I, hundreds I know, I'm of thinking them. of doing this. I got to get, you know. I'm Something just, I want to do before I die, learn to bartend. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm thinking I should learn how to bartend. My job sucks. There's hundreds of them. I read that, uh, I forgot what it was, skydiving, bartending. Yeah. And something else that you know people like, because yeah. it, it, it's bartending. It's it's cool. Like you go to it's yeah. it stands. Well, now I'll tell you what. Now that I've been bartending, mm. you know, if I could have went back, uh-huh. and I still might do it. I would learn DJ. It's so funny you say that because I bartended. I got I out just, of my. Si- I just ordered something today. Actually, it was it was like I've been looking at this thing and. It was a, it's a DJ controller, yeah. and I was like, I always wanted to do that. And then the price on Amazon dropped by like sixty yeah. percent since yesterday. I was like, that's it, dude. I'm, I I ordered it today just before you got here. Well, you know, <laughs> I did my I did it. I you know I I fulfilled a lot of I got a lot out of bartending. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. All right. And I put my time in, and I got a lot of reward from it. Yeah. And the more I bartended. I said, I want to, it's a rush. You, you know, yeah. it's, you know well, what's next? Yeah. I heard success is a narcotic in itself. You know what I mean? Success I, is what? A narcotic in itself. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Like okay. you just never look down. It's always more, you know, that's, you keep pushing. I look at the DJs and when you see a good DJ, yeah. whether it's at a bar, nightclub or wedding, that is a rush. I love music. Yeah. yeah and when you so. see a good DJ that, yeah. that just is creative and cuts, I saw a recent gig where a DJ had, um, 
he had Captain Kirk, you know, like Star Trek. <laughs> uh, and he's like, space, <laughs> the final frontier. You know, and it was the whole thing from the show. Uh-huh. And then he fucking cut right into jump around. You know, <laughs> but the way cool. it was so original, even though that's nice. an old song. I love that song, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It just, it was fucking dope. And I was nice. just like, my next goal is I want to I want at least DJ once or learn how to do you it. You should do it, man. This yeah. thing was like 80 bucks. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll show it to you later. Yeah. It's cool. But it's like, it, you know, if you're listening to us, oh, I should learn how to bartend, I'll probably never do it. Do it, man. Yeah. Just try it, you know? I mean, you, you get in a rut where you're doing your nine-to-five job, and you're like, ah, I don't have energy to go do that. But you're going to be in that rut forever. You know, go do something you want to learn how to do. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. And uh, like I said, I'll be sending some reports uh, to Twitter. Of course, follow me on Barkeep Tips, and uh, I'll be twitty- yeah. tweeting as much as possible some cool uh, information and pictures even, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, I'll be bringing my portable audio recorder and filing some reports that way. Also, uh, you can reach me on email, vince.bartender at gmail.com. Final? Yes, uh, you can reach me email, bartender2222 at gmail.com. You can reach me at Twitter at Vance Vano. And thank you. Yeah, keep those questions coming, comments. Interviews, uh, man. Come on. Interviews. Where are you people at, man? (laughs) We want to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes or Podbean or however you do it. But uh, subscribe on iTunes actually helps us out the most. And um, five stars on iTunes. Please leave us some comments on iTunes. That really, really helps us out. All right. Well, thanks for supporting us, and we'll see you next time. Take care.